This is part two of session 18, and it is time to set the record straight with Yahweh. So let's start. If you remember from session 16, there was something that we need to clarify with Yahweh when we talked about them being from the Orion group. And now in this part of session 18, they talked about Yahweh being from the Confederation. And that clarification, I kind of went through in session 16, part three, I believe, when I just made a short clarification. But now we're going to get into the meat of how Ra talked about Yahweh and who they really are and everything that they did here on earth it gets confusing because as you'll see in this video they manifested in different times and it was also hijacked by the orion group at some point and it's all going to be clarified here so uh hopefully this is going to shed some more light on yahweh remember yahweh is the biblical god that is considered its own name is considered to be uh, unpronounceable, unnamed. Uh, you can you can't really pronounce uh, the name because of how sacred it is. So um, again, this is all biblical. But now we're going to talk about you know the Yahweh uh, social memory complex that they are, and within the context of the law of one, it makes sense for us to know that they are simply ETs or extraterrestrial higher density beings that were simply assisting and contributing to earth and of course the orion group has always you know been mischievous in this so we'll see what they did we'll see we'll see what yahweh uh started doing here and without further ado again let's start with the first question that don brings in session 18 where he says can you tell me how yahweh communicated to earth's people Ra says, this is a somewhat complex question. The first communication was what you call genetic. The second communication was the walking among your peoples to produce further genetic changes in consciousness. The third was a series of dialogues with chosen channels. Can you tell me what these genetic changes were and how they were brought about? Ra says, some of these genetic changes were in a form similar to what you call the cloning process. Thus, entities incarnated in the image of the Yahweh entities. The second was a contact of the nature you know as sexual, changing the mind-body-spirit complex through the natural means of the patterns of reproduction devised by intelligent energy of your physical complex. Now, to make a short pause here, uh, Yahweh manifested in three different times, and we're talking about now the... Um, the change or the assistance that they provided to the Mars population when they were transferred here. Yahweh was the one that did the cloning process from the uh, the Martians basically 75,000 years ago to bring them to the third density cycle because they couldn't finish their cycle in Mars due to the climate change that they provoked and you know how they they destroy their planet basically so uh, that was the first time that Yahweh came here on Earth to uh, to help basically the population, and that's the first uh, that's the first intervention. We're gonna get a little bit more into you know what this meant. Um, so we're gonna skip question 16 because in question 16 Don uh, doesn't really 
ask the question straight and Ra asked to, you know, to be repeated or more insightful in terms of the question. So uh, that's, that's what it is. But so far, that's what we have. Uh, the second contact was uh, of the nature, you know, a sexual change in the mind-body-spirit complex through the natural means of patterns of reproduction. We're going to get into that too. So that's what we have so far. Yahweh is a social memory complex. Again, we're going to corroborate this uh, working for the confederation of planets and they came here to assist in the uh, transfer of Martians to Earth so they can start the um, their cycle here. But because they were in Mars, they had a different, different body uh, and they had to adapt to this and that's why they did the genetic modification because Earth has a different um, gravity and other patterns of vibration that they had to adapt to. So um, it's interesting that they say that it's uh, they incarnated in the image of Yahweh. And uh, this goes with the Bible saying that we're made of, um, I forget how you say it in English, but it's like the same resemblance, I think it is, uh, of, of God, you know, in the Bible. So, all right, so let's go on. We're going to skip question 16. And in 17, Don clarifies and says, can you tell me the difference between the sexual programming, let us say prior to Yahweh's intervention and after intervention? Ross says, this is a question which we can only answer by stating that intervention, intervention by genetic means is the same no matter what the source of this change. Then Don says, can you tell me Yahweh's purpose in making the genetic sexual changes? Ra explains, the purpose 75,000 years ago, as you measure time, of the changes of subsequent to that time where of one purpose only, not to express in the mind-body complex those characteristics which would lead to further and more speedy development of the spiritual complex. Now, a uh, short pause here also. Um, I'm not sure by what Ra means that no matter uh, what the changes are, they are um, they they come from the same. Let's just read that again um, because that's that's the uh, that's the part that I'm not sure. When they say that uh, genetic means is the same no matter what the source of this change, this could be um, basically the vibration by which the planet makes genetic changes, and uh, it doesn't matter what type of intervention by genetic means is you know it's. Um, it, it's the same because of the vibration of the planet. Again, I'm not sure here. I'm just trying to speculate a little bit on what that meant. But uh, if you know anything about it and you want to share it, please go ahead. Is that that'll make you know better sense for me? Uh, and the other thing is that so the first one was like we said to express those characteristics which would lead further more speedy development of the spiritual complex. Obviously here, they needed to make those changes 75,000 years ago so they could be here and they would uh, adapt to the planet. It's, it's what I get from this. So let's go into the next question that Don has. and says, how did these characteristics go about leading to the more spiritual development? Ross says, the characteristics which we encouraged, which were encouraged included sensitivity to all the physical senses, to sharpen the experiences and the strengthening of the mind complex in order to promote the ability to analyze these experiences. Adon says, when did Yahweh act to perform the genetic changes that Yahweh performed? Ra says, the Yahweh group work with those of the planet you call Mars, 75,000 years ago in what you call the cloning process. There are differences, but they lie in the future of your time-space continuum. 
and we cannot break the free will of law of confusion. Um, so this tells me a couple of things. Uh, the first one is we already talked about how they assisted in the transfer of the Martians here to planet Earth 75,000 years ago at the beginning of the master cycle of third density. And that's the first part. Now the other part is that there are differences, but they lie in the future of our time space. And we cannot speak of, uh, we cannot break the free will law of Confucian. Law of Confucian is uh, always brought up when they talk about something that can infringe upon our understanding right now and what's about to come, that they know it's going to happen. Now, I'm going to speculate here with what I know that may happen. A lot of you are familiar with the concept of the solar flash, which just means an activation of the body. And Ra talks about dual bodies uh, uh, that people have been incarnating with for a long period of time already, where they can use this to uh, transcend into four density. Um, so these changes 75,000 years ago may mean something that will be activated into four density when we ascend to four density and third density stops being uh, viable for or suitable for life you know in this in this human form so i'm not sure if those uh those differences that they call because they lie in the future meaning in the future it has to do with the ending of the cycle if we we are at the peak of uh, or at the end of the cycle then uh, the only future that I can see is just a transition or ascendance, uh, ascension into into four density, and those changes might express themselves. Then uh, I've also heard that part of our DNA, which is not like ninety six or ninety seven percent of our DNA, is called by genetics uh, geneticists junk DNA. And uh, if we know anything about just biology, conventional biology, we know that nothing you know is there for no reason. Um, especially DNA, but also knowing it from this perspective of the universe where everything has a purpose, that DNA is there for a reason. Like I said, I've heard from other sources that this DNA, uh, it's activation that will happen for us to have a four density body, uh, the people that will be part of the transition. So I'm not sure if that's what it is, but I'm just putting it out there because that's just what I reason out of this. Uh, let's go to the rest of Ra's answer here. The 2,600 approximately time was the second time uh, we correct ourselves. 3,600 years uh, approximately the time of attempts by those of the Orion group during this cultural complex. This was a series of encounters in which the ones called Anak were impregnated with the new genetic coding by your physical complex means so that the organisms would be larger and stronger. Okay, just to clarify here, uh, even they make mistakes like we've said in the past. It's curious that they always make a mistake in the same date. It's like that date was very important 20, not 2600, <laughs> 3600 years ago. Uh, it's, uh, they always make that mistake. They, they, and they correct themselves. So I don't know. Um, it's, it's curious. And the other thing is that this is where the Orion group started making, uh, their, uh, their attempts to, uh, to change and, as always, manipulate, you know, whatever it was being done by the Confederation. 
And this was a series of encounters in which the ones called Anak seems like the Anunnaki, which are also relevant to this time uh, or this time frame. And they were impregnated with a new genetic coding uh, of something that we're going to talk about now, where they created basically the giants that are also part of the Bible when they talk about giants mingling here uh, with, with humans and so on. So I think that's what they mean here. So let's go on. Don is going to ask, why did they want larger and stronger organisms? Ra explains, the ones of Yahweh were attempting to create an understanding of the law of one by creating mind-body complexes capable of grasping the law of one. The experiment was a decided failure from the view of the desire distortions due to the fact that rather than assimilating the law of one, it was a great temptation to consider the so-called social complex or subcomplex as elite or different and better than other selves this one of the techniques of service to self. So they created these bodies uh, basically to have a better grasp of the law of one and teach it. But like we know from previous sessions at the beginning of the book, they talk about the pyramids being built for the process of ascension and they trained the priests and priestess, I suppose as well, to uh, to do this work for people to also ascend or create this understanding of the law of one. But just like before, they failed, they created an elite, and they made this uh, complete think um, uh, changes that nobody expected, you know, and um, this this is going to bring something in the conclusion that I think is important to, uh, to understand here, but I'll leave it, you know, for that. They made the same mistake uh, or the same, uh, like they say, naive mistake of believing that they could create uh, some some catalyst, you know, for, for us to uh, to become more aligned with law of one. This makes this is just me, you know, going on a rant here makes me think that in the past when Atlantis fell and we had this catastrophe and knowing that in the previous two major cycles of 25,000 years, nobody graduated 50,000 years ago and 25,000 years ago, only about 120 people graduated, where there's supposed to be a massive amount of people graduating in second cycle. Now for third cycling, knowing that happened halfway, Atlantis happened, uh, we can see that they they were probably in, in distress into trying to help people graduate no matter what. So the uh, the attempts became a lot stronger and more accentuated. This being one of them, it seems like, um, as we'll see in further sessions, they tried, at the beginning, they didn't do much. They just left everything. Humans, the way they were, just leaving like that. Something happened and nobody graduated. So they started putting more effort. 25,000 years ago, they saw that nothing happened again, or very little. Uh, and they continue to to make changes to accelerate the process of uh, of ascending because otherwise we just have millions of souls that are just doing all this work for nothing because the purpose is ascending. It's not staying in third cycle, even though it's possible. <laughs> it seems like it's going to happen anyways, you know, at this point in time. But um, it's it's for from their perspective, they are the gardeners. They are the guardians. They are supposed to make this happen in a way that um, 
that is productive for the creator. They're all serving the creator. Even the negatives one who are serving the creator in their own way are uh, providing the catalyst for that. So again, just, you know, not to sound a little, you know, doom and gloom with, you know, not many people graduating. Um, I think there is a little bit of, um, I don't like the word hope, but there, there should be a lot of faith in people like you watching this video, of course, because you're interested in this, to know that the Confederation has sent once again and approved all these wanderers. If you consider yourself a wanderer, then that's your mission. You know, we, uh, we are here to provide some sort of aid to people that have been doing this for a long time. And there are billions of people that are not aware of the changes that are coming, but uh, we're not here to save anybody. We're just here to do what we have to do. And uh, as long as we are in harmony and doing our inner work, that's all we can do. Uh, anything else is just a plus. So again, not to go on a, on a different rant here, but uh, I just wanted to share that. So I think we can go to the next question where Don says, then the Orion group, I'm not quite sure that I understand this. Do you mean that the Orion group produced this larger body complex to create an elite so that the law of one could be applied in what we call the negative sense? Ra clarifies this finally. And he says, or they say, this is incorrect. The entities of Yahweh were responsible for this procedure in isolated cases as experiments in combating the Orion group. However, the Orion group were able to use this distortion of mind-body complex to in inculcate the thoughts of the elite rather than the concentrations upon the learning teaching of oneness. Again, we see the Orion group making uh, their mischief here by tinkering with what the Confederation does uh, once again. What happened is that Yahweh didn't manifest as um, uh, as the Orion group. They just interfere with the knowledge or the people looking uh, for Yahweh, the original Yahweh. Much like it happens in channeling and where uh, people start channeling an entity, a positive entity or even a confederation entity. And suddenly because of their alignment and the questions that they ask and the information that they seek, the Confederation stops being of service because of what they're asking and a negative entity can easily go in because of the free will of the channeler or instrument that um, that will simply start asking questions the Confederation doesn't need to answer. So the negative uh, entity is invited into it. So the same way happened here. We know this from Moses when we talked about him and he, um, he had some distortions that caused the Yahweh... Um, let's call hijacking or simply interfering with the communication, you know, with uh, the original Yahweh. So that's what happened here. And in the same sense, when they created this larger bodies, this giants, um, which I don't think there were giants, maybe that some of them were giants, but to me, it's just the configuration that they did in the human body to create larger bodies that could uh, be a lot more receptive to the law of one. And their intentions were to basically create a uh, more harmonious, uh, I would say, people that can understand and teach the law of one uh, easier than other people. Once again, this all seems like a try to, um, I'm not going to say a quick patch, but a way to accelerate the process of ascension here. And they failed because the Orion group will see what they did. So let me not get ahead of myself. So Don says, well, was Yahweh then of the Confederation? Here we go. Yahweh was the 
of the Confederation, but was mistaken in its attempt to aid. Don asks, then Yahweh's communication did not help or did not create what Yahweh wished for them to create. Is this correct? Ra says, the results of this interaction were quite mixed. Where the entities were of a vibrational sum characteristic which embraced oneness, the manipulations of Yahweh were very useful. Wherein the entities of free will had chosen a less positively oriented configuration of some total vibratory complex, those of the Orion group were able, for the first time, to make serious inroads upon the consciousness of the planetary complex. Because what happened was, like I said before, they created these um, superhumans, let's call them that. And some of them actually contribute a lot into the law of one. But it only takes a few to ruin everything. And those who had a uh, some sort of inclination for the negative path, of course, they were seduced. They were uh, inviting of the Orion group. And of course, they were manipulated to create an elite. So in that sense, they failed the... Uh, the whole purpose because they always get tainted and that's uh, that's basically what this means so let's go into the final question that Don has and he says can you tell me specifically what allowed the most serious of these inroads to be made by the Orion group Rock explains this will be the final full question specifically those who are strong intelligent etc have a temptation to feel different from those who are less intelligent and less strong. This is a distorted perception of oneness with other selves. It allowed the Orion group to form the concept of the holy war, as you may call it. This is a seriously distorted perception. There were many of these wars of a destructive nature. And this being the end of the session and being the end of the video, we can see that it's just, I mean, we know this, this is just basic um, human nature. And I say that with all the property because human nature has all the rights to make decision to become more negative or more positive. That's the purpose of this reality. Some people may not like that, but that's how it is. And we should understand and accept even those who are negatively oriented. Uh, we can see also a couple of things that I wanna uh, share here and the first one is that we can see that there is always the um, the choice of becoming more polarized towards the positive or the negative the thing is that because we are basically as rasas we're spiritual babies uh, spiritual children we have problems sometimes applying the knowledge that we have without love and more like a imposition on some other people. Uh, I am guilty of that myself. Sometimes you can catch yourself trying to explain the things that you are and feeling superior to other people because they don't know what you know. And this it's something that is just a, an energy that exists in the planet and we just need to be perceptive of that energy and the more we practice the positive paths of loving compassion and understanding and the better we can serve other people by doing basically the same thing and without uh, losing polarization ourselves so this we can see that is is very we're very sensitive to this even those superhumans as they created they were very sensitive to this and of course the more they knew the harder you know they can you know, fold a hammer into, you know, other people that uh, could be manipulated with their knowledge. So it became like a nuclear, you know, um, bomb, you know, it could be used for, or the nuclear technology. 
we can use it for great things and horrifying things like we did in 1945 uh, so it, that's that's the big thing you know to keep in mind from this that I take out and the other thing is to know that um, even though in the past we have considered gods you know this ETs who are having superpowers and changing things and creating pyramids and, and stuff like that um, it's I guess it's natural for us humans to see others in higher densities as gods and people to follow and so on. But you can see that they're flawed, very flawed in their attempts to do something. Even the Orion group has failed tremendously to polarize this planet to the negative. Um, so all in all, it seems to me, and this is just my opinion and speculation, that positive and negative entities, Confederation and Orion group, have failed over thousands of years to cultivate this planet seemingly uh, we we haven't finished this cycle yet so we'll see what happens it's going to be a nice ending i, I suppose for for humanity but you can see that other um that higher density entities and we're talking about mid six density rise about to be harvested into seven density in just a couple of million years and you can see that they also make mistakes the funny thing is that this uh, this planet is called a a school or a simulation of love and understanding for third density, but it's also a school and a simulation by which other densities, uh, other density beings, also have their uh, their learnings because of what they try to do here. And this is a great example: the people from Yahweh, uh, the the people from Ra. They made mistakes. They created things that. We're supposed to polarize towards a positive and they didn't. So just keep that in mind. You know, we're all flawed in this universe. Uh, nobody is perfect. Only the creator itself. Once you reunite with the creator, uh, there's simply no experience. <laughs> Everything gets dissolved and you become the mind of the creator. So while you're in this universe, make mistakes, learn from them, and just make sure that you are going towards either one of the, uh, of the polarities, positive or negative. I don't really care. Just make sure that you're going towards that polarity and doing the work that you need to do for that. So that's my take, my conclusion. As always, thank you so much for watching this and sharing this beautiful information of the raw material with me. I enjoy doing this a lot. Session 19 is going to start a different um, line of questioning about second density and third density and so on. Graduation from second density. It's going to be fabulous. So. I really encourage you to watch session 19 because I'm going to have a lot of fun talking about all this stuff, which is really cool. Uh, again, thank you for watching. Like, subscribe if you haven't already, and sending you all my love, like every video. Thank you, and I'll see you next time.